0: Hey everybody, it's your favorite reconstructionist Eric Brown and Phil Relly and welcome to episode number one of the only show bringing you tips and tricks for working vehicle collision cases from the best experts in the industry every Wednesday. Today's topic is welcome to the Thunderdome. So grab your crash tech the expert angle coffee mug and settle in Three, off we go. Every year, traffic crashes claim the lives of over a million people and account for over $500 billion of injuries around the world. A small select group of people from police, to attorneys, to expert investigators are tasked with getting justice for the victims, protecting the rights of involved parties, and ensuring the story is told accurately and honestly. Unfortunately, we believe that is an impossible task without the right team of experts. If you agree, then keep on listening for actionable tips from leading experts across various industries that you can start taking today to elevate your professional game. If you disagree, then tune in anyway and let us convince you with our ideas. We are Eric Brown and Phil Raleigh and this is Crash Tech, The Expert Angle. Welcome back to the show guys. Crash Tech, The Expert Angle podcast is brought to you by Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. If you have an accident that you need answers for or you think the other side has it wrong, Crash Tech can help. Connect with us at www.crashtechreconstruction.com to submit your case for a free review. Welcome to the show. Phil, today is an exciting day. Do you know what today is? Uh, Wednesday. It is Wednesday. And it was exciting because it rained today. And for Thanks. any of the attorneys in Ohio, uh, <laughs> my grass was one good sunbeam away from spontaneously combusting and just <laughs> bursting into flames. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's the case everywhere.
0: Yeah. But Today's other than that, episode. other than that, yes, it's our first episode. First episode. So welcome. Yeah. So we're super excited to have you guys with us today. And uh, we just wanted to take our first episode here, explain a little bit about what we're doing, the purpose that we have put this whole show together for you guys, and what you can expect from us and who we are, and just what gives us the uh, you know ability and some of the credentials to get up here and talk to you guys and, and throw some of our ideas out there. So, Uh, without delay, like I said, uh, the, this podcast is going to drop every Wednesday for you guys. So make sure you're tuning in on Wednesdays for the new episodes and we're going to try and keep them to 30 minutes. So that was pretty important to us because we want you guys to be able to listen to these just on your way into the office on uh, Wednesday mornings or on your way home from the office. Um, or if you're just out and about, you never know. These podcasts make excellent date night listening. Um, and there are chances that Phil may sing. Um, so, you know, if you guys want to throw a song requests for a date night, we can always make sure we serenade your loved ones. Um, there may be a small fee apply that for that though. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, so I know a lot of people have tuned in because of this title. You're, you're scrolling through all the other lawyer podcasts out there. And you were seeing stuff like, uh, you know, uh, a dramatic reading of Supreme Court case, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then all of a sudden you see one that says, welcome to the Thunderdome. And you're like, what is this all about? Uh, So, Phil, uh, why don't we enlighten him a little bit? Why do we call this podcast,
1: our, our opening podcast, Welcome to the Thunderdome? Well, I think, number one, I mean, we're not yes men. We're not if you say it, I just agree with it. Um, That's just not how we are. We never have been. We've always challenged each other and pushed each other and uh, pushed the boundaries. Um, We've had some good heated debates uh, that sometimes I think cell phone service got dropped and that's why the call got disconnected, but a little skeptical. I don't think that's been proven yet. Um, But no, (laughs) it's, we're not afraid to to challenge each other. And, And if that turns into a heated debate, quasi argument then hey if something good comes out of it it works you know yep. um it's easy to sit back and say yep that's right because that person said it but is it you know yeah. what do you get from that what, what what value do you have in that there is none in my opinion yeah
0: and and also on that i mean you know we're going to bring some guests on here that are experts in their field and i'm i don't know about you i'm not afraid to mix it up with an expert um, you know, and that's, that's what makes it kind of fun. So if you guys have something that, that you would like to even, you know, come on the show and talk to us about things like that, mix it up with us a little bit. Let's go. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I don't mind, uh, you know, talking really about any subject live. Um, even if you have a grievance with, with something that crash tech has done in the past or something, uh, or you think we could improve on something, come on the show. We welcome the feedback. So um, that's a little bit about why we have named this uh, the, the Thunderdome. And you never know. in on a future episode, if you watch the video ones, um, you never know. A fistfight might break out between me and Phil. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you can't really rule it out. No,
1: no anything I mean, is possible. Yeah, it's we possible. learned that as kids. Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, I'm just saying, just throwing that one out there. But uh, so our other purpose, too, is we wanted to introduce you guys to who we are. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Eric Brown. I'm the owner of Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. And my, my co, uh, co-host on the show is Phil Relly. Um, so Phil, what, uh, tell everybody a little bit about you. What, what do you do for your day job when you're not hosting podcasts?
1: Well, I'm a full-time law enforcement officer. I um, kind of wear a bunch of different hats at that, at that agency. I do They're, the, uh, they're all motorcycle. ugly, by the way. All they the are. They're uh, all the hats are ugly. Yeah. Of <laughs> uh, course, weight enforcement, um, motorcycle unit, which is a lot of fun. I do our crash reconstruction, uh, and uh, also I'm a school resource officer. So it's a uh, lot on the a lot on the plate overall. But it is a lot of fun. A lot of opportunities. A lot of a uh, lot of neat stories. A lot of a lot of good stories. A lot of bad stories. But that just kind of goes with the territory. Kind of is what it is. Um, but uh that's kinda kind of me been full time, be fifteen years this year. So it's kind of the background. I got into reconstruction, ooh, seems like forever ago. Uh it was just a, an opportunity that got presented to me and I thought, man, this sounds interesting. So let's see what it's all about. And wow, it took off like a uh, a wildfire after that. It was just really the more you learn about it, the more you want to learn about it, if that makes any sense at all. So yeah, Here we are absolutely. today. So let me ask you a question in any
0: given year and, and think back to maybe your busiest year and just take a stab in the dark. How many crashes do you think you handle in a year that you actually respond to you are boots on the ground. Crash scene is is still settling. Smoke is rising off the cars. You, you might have to help get a body out of the car or something like that. Like, like real deal crash just happened.
1: How many do you respond to in a year? I don't know. I, I don't even know if I could put a number on it because it's, you know, I worked in a busier district at the time when I was on the road. So you know, we had a lot of major uh, roadways going through the area I worked. So some days you'd, you'd handle, you know, maybe two a shift. Sometimes three a shift. And then there were some nights that's all you handled. It seemed like you couldn't you couldn't sit down and and start your ink pen moving before you went to another crash. Uh, but on average, I, I would say if you were to try and put a number to it, you, you handled at least at least a crash a night. Um, you know, you had your other calls to handle too, but uh, so so on average, sometimes sometimes it's crazy. It's just you just never know. I mean, you know, they're not playing, so you can't, yeah. you can't so, so
0: on average, I think probably a good average between all the seasons that we have in Ohio and everything, ten a week. Easy. Yeah. So you figure five hundred and twenty crashes a year that you respond
1: to? I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes more, sometimes less. All yeah, right. That's a good average. So, i say it's good. That's fair average.
0: All right. And uh, so, yeah, diving into my background a little bit, um, I I was full time with uh, one of the bigger cities here in Ohio, and uh, I pretty much was assigned to our traffic bureau the whole time. I uh, when I came out of training, um, I, I went right into the accident investigation side of of our traffic unit because nobody else wanted to be there. Everybody else wanted to be the real cops. You know, they wanted to go out and like actually like you know bust up you know all the all the crime and everything else and. You know, I was back in traffic, I just, you know, I let, usually left my gun in my top drawer on my desk, put my calculator in my holster, and, uh, you know, went out on the road. And,
1: <laughs> but I will uh, tell you, and, you know, did, you the, know as did, well,
0: did the nerdy things.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know as well as I do, um, crashes are the least, or, oh, just, let, me, let me rephrase it, let me start back. Crashes are the most under-investigated crime that takes place in the state, hands oh, down. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hands in down. Them. Absolutely. And, and there's a good chance. And tell me that, that you haven't experienced this now that we've started doing this on the civil side. And, and just so that you guys know, um, uh, me and Phil, uh, cause he came with me. We met at, uh, the accreditation for traffic accident reconstruction at, at the prep course for the exam. And, uh, so Phil fat, sat right behind me and I, I threw out this crazy idea back in 2011 and I was like, you know what, man, I think I'm going to start a reconstruction company because I wasn't really impressed with what I saw going on outside in the industry. And uh, he was like, yeah, sounds fun, man. You want some help? And I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess. Like, if you're, the only, <laughs> if you're the only option I have, I guess you can come with me. <laughs> but uh, you know what? And, and, but you've put up with me. God bless you. You've put up with me for uh, what eight, nine years now
1: yeah Nine but you know at the end of the day, I mean most of the program or most of the reports that are filled out now are all on a program, so it's just tab fill, tab fill, tab fill, yeah get to the last page, it validates and it's done Yeah. you know, and they but, walk away from but they even walk at that, away though, from them.
0: the the and way that wild. some of these reports are typed up and filled out and then the diagrams. tell me that you're not like fifty fifty kind of expecting some of them to be done in cran <laughs> I just. <laughs>
1: Which like I mean, would you be shocked?
0: Would you be shocked if you got one done in Crayola? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just get it, it gets frustrating because I don't feel that people are challenging themselves and using their their best resource—that's their mind—to think about what they saw, uh, what what the evidence told them. Um, you know, I mean, that evidence is laying there on the ground or in the car, and it is staring at you, screaming, "Interpret me!" Yeah,
0: and, you know? and once it's gone, it's gone forever. That's it.
1: You can't, you as, can't come as, back to as it as the
0: as the police officer on scene. If it's, if you don't record it, it's gone forever. Yeah, yeah. So, but a
1: lot of people are just, oh, this is a car crash. I just want to get off the roadway and go back to my cubby hole and whatever. But yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. You know, and, and
0: and you look at you look at a lot of cities out there, and, and and a problem that a lot of these cities have is you know you get one gang member shoots another gang member, right? And, and we'll call in multiple detectives, crime scene unit, tie up four or five shift guys and, and send all, you know, maybe call in BCI from the state lab. We'll collect evidence, send it to the, ad, uh, to the lab. We'll, we'll call prosecutors in. We'll call all this stuff in because of one gang member shooting another gang member. But if you have an innocent victim killed in a car crash, typically most cities will call one guy. And that's it. So, yeah, you know, I, I think the training side of stuff is is critical um, because uh, you know you're you're dealing with victims out here, and uh, and and not every jurisdictions like that, but you know, a lot of these bigger cities, that's that's exactly what they do. Um, it, you know, so like I said, that's that's kind of where I spent my time at was in the traffic bureau. And, uh, you know, on average, and I was no dare I wasn't exempt from that because of the amount of crashes that we handled. So typically, uh, my average year, I averaged, uh, 735 crashes a year that, that I'd take. Um, so that, that was a lot, you know, and, and you were out there, man, you were humping. And, uh, but yeah, on top of that, then i you know, went to all my reconstruction training, uh, same as you, then I, I went to, uh, enforcement and, uh, did uh, commercial weight enforcement, And, uh, I did the motorcycle course. However, uh, you did Harley Davidson on a Harley. And, uh, I did the Harley Davidson course on a BMW, which was, that'll learn you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) like I took a lot of cappuccino breaks, you know, and things like that. I had my espresso and my saddle bags. (laughs) And, uh, but the the neat thing is, I think, uh, for a lot of people to, to kind of understand is because of our diverse background that brings a really unique perspective that we have on stuff. Like for instance, uh, with the motorcycle crashes, being at that school, um, would you say it's fair to say that you became intimately acquainted with the asphalt?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And traffic cones and traffic a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Came
0: really close to those. Yeah. There yeah. were many a times I looked up, you know, at my instructors, uh, you know, and I was, I was, cuddling with a traffic cone on the ground.
1: <laughs> yep. so, something I'll comforting, never, something comforting about them. You know, when you <laughs> I never forget one, the one instructor I came, that came up and he's since retired now, but um, hilarious, you know, it, it, about the middle of day two, your body can't take anymore. You're in so much pain from, from all the times you've crashed. And he just walks over. I'm just laying there, catching my breath, taking a breather. And he walks over, looks at me and just, Just never, no tone in his voice, just monotone is crazy. Just looks at me and says, you done yet? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, when are you going to stop? When is enough enough? And and it kind of just clicked, you know. But, uh, yeah, you get to a point where you have to, in a motorcycle course, um, you end up getting to the point where where you have to realize this isn't going to work. i got to do something different. Yeah. You can't muscle those bikes. You have to, yeah. you have to actually, yeah, you definitely not going to muscle that use bike. technique.
0: And, yeah. uh, but you know, the neat thing is though, if there was a way to crash that bike, we did I it. guarantee we did it right over the handlebars, washed out low side, slid off them, tumbled across the asphalt, everything else. So when I go into court and I talk about drag factors for a tumbling slash sliding rider, um, not only do I have the the tested peer-reviewed data, but I've done it. Literally,
1: I've tumbled and slid across the asphalt <laughs> hundreds of times. And now yeah. just
0: on day one.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh I wish I got I wish I got the money back for the clothes that I tore up in that training. That was funny. oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. And uh That's you tough. know,
0: but but on the plus side too, then you know how a motorcycle can handle steer, corner, turn, perform. Um, you know, and a lot of people. I think have the misconception and, and and we'll talk about trucks here in just a second too. But you know, especially with bikes, when it rains, they're like, Oh, well he crashed because it was raining. Well, I can, you can take it to the bank right here. And now a bike doesn't crash because it's raining. No. Like that is they one thing I learned in in rain. Yeah. I was, I was blown away and and I'm a, a big time avid rider. I ride all year. I'll ride in the snow. I don't care. And uh, you know, but, prior to going to that school, if, if it was even cloudy in the sky, I wouldn't even ride because I was, I was terrified. I'm like, Oh, the bike's going to crash. And, uh, you know, but yeah, never, I mean, man, you know, we were highway riding, uh, you know, doing, doing 35 mile an hour cone weave in the, in the pouring down monsoon. Yep. And, uh, yep. those bikes, they're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Rain will not crash that bike. Snow will not crash that bike. Um, something poor, the rider did poor operation crashes that bike yeah. and uh, you know, and the same with trucks. I think there's so many misconceptions about trucks. And, and again, I think that's one of the, the neat things that you and I can bring to this is because we are we out there enforcing the weights and enforcing the safety regulations. We've seen, you know, the results of, of low air pressure on a tire, you know, we've seen yeah. results of a glad hand on an air supply line to the trailer coming loose. Like firsthand. We've seen this stuff. Um, It's not something we read in a textbook or or just attended a class on. You know, we live it daily. So, yeah, I think that that brings a lot of uh, unique perspective to what we do and and bring to the game.
1: Yeah, it's different to look at things in a photo than it is to actually be tangible right in front of your face. Yeah. And and we're yeah, going to we'll get into that in some uh,
0: future episodes. So, sure. Sure. Um, sure. you know, again, I think the reason that we titled this, this one Welcome to the Thunderdome is just getting everybody kind of ready because um, I think we're going to make, I think we're going to make some people mad with this. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think we're going to, we're going to get some hate mail. So um, any hate mail, send to Phil Relly, Care of Crash Deck Reconstruction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the nice um, thing about it is if you, if you, uh, if you highlight all of them and hit delete, you know, be efficient about it, <laughs> right. highlight them all, delete it yeah. in one key yeah, stroke just, and you're done. Yeah. They're gone. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you, you know, what? The, but, automatically dump them.
0: Yeah. But in all honesty though, you know, I, I think everybody out here, us included can get better every single day. Absolutely. There's always room for improvement. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, you know what, I'm at the top of my game. I'm the, I'm the best and there's no way for me ever to get better, better. And there's nothing that anybody else can teach me. Uh, this isn't the podcast for you. I'll just tell you that right now. I mean, we'll have you on as a guest so you can teach the rest of us, but I wouldn't waste your time watching it. No. You know, so this is, this is for people that are like, you know what, I'm freaking good to go, but there, there's room to get better and there's room yes. to do better for me yep. and my clients. So that's what sure. we're after
1: here. We're
0: So, okay. So let's see. So um, having been in a lot of classes with you, I know um, both you and I exhausted every training class that is offered in the state of Ohio when it comes to traffic crashes. And and so we've had to start seeking training elsewhere um, in other states and things like that. Let me ask you, what's the, out of everything that you've done up to this date, what do you think is the hardest thing that you've done when it comes to traffic crashes? I guess I should clarify that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you talking about training? Are you talking
0: yeah. about any huh? any kind of training, um, experience,
1: class, anything like that? I'd just say probably the the more chat the the most challenging course was probably the uh, energy course, crush energy course. There's yeah, a lot of, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I really wanted to go to that class, man. When it became available, uh, yeah, yeah, jumped on that. But that was probably the most challenging one. I think initially coming into the crash reconstruction series of classes. Um, it wasn't that it was challenging necessarily more than it was. You had that huh effect, you know, it didn't, it didn't make sense. Cause you, you hadn't wrapped your mind around the concept of what reconstruction is, but as yeah. it flowed, as you, as you flowed through the classes. Uh, so once you got past all that and whatnot, you started looking towards, um, the other things. So I'd say the crush energy is probably, probably the biggest you know, challenge and- of course. Yeah. so far. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's funny, too,
0: because I think a lot of people have the misconception that, you know, because um, you and I have looked at, at hundreds of CVs uh, for people that not only apply to crash tech, but other experts that we sit across the, the courtroom from, and they get reconstruction. And so attorneys and insurance companies hire them. Right, they're like, oh, certified reconstructionist. But I always, re- when I graduated from recon, it reminded me of when I graduated from the academy, right? And and all of the instructors at the academy, when you get back to your department, they go, you know, that's great that you've made it through this academy. You've learned just enough to get yourself killed on the road. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. You've learned you've learned the theory and the science, but you 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 have no practical application to come out here and handle calls. Well, it's the same thing with recon. I think when you graduate from basic recon you've got just enough training to make yourself dangerous. And, yeah, and then it's like, it's kind of like getting a high school diploma. That's great. Now you got to go to college and actually specialize in something, you know? And, yeah. uh, and I think that's kind of one of the misconceptions when it comes to to reconstruction is just because somebody has their reconstruction certificate doesn't, doesn't really, doesn't mean crap.
1: And, uh, yeah, you, you gotta, I mean, they, they, you know, you get your reconstruction certificate and you've kind of glanced over a a a wide array of topics, uh, in, in, in levels one through four. But at the end of the day, you've got to dig deep into some other, you know, like energy crushing. You talk a lot about energy in, in the reconstruction, you know, class blocks. Um, but to really understand the core of it, where it comes from and, and how to properly apply it to, to a, uh, it's not about just taking, okay. And all I need to know is three variables and I stick it in this formula and that's the answer it spits out. That's just not going to get it right. You know, yeah, and you see absolutely. that a lot, you know, um, yeah. but you have to, you have to continue education
0: now on, on that same front. And, and so as we bring people on here, most of our experts that we're going to bring onto this show for you guys, you're going to hear this terminology a lot. They have their ACTAR accreditation and that's the accreditation commission for traffic accident reconstruction. Okay. And so ACTAR is a, it's an international uh, accreditation uh, commission. (laughs) And, uh, but it's the, it's the only one in the world to my knowledge. I can't, I I don't think there's anybody else that accredits reconstructionists. And so it's good for reconstructionists and for engineers that, that want to, um, dabble in reconstruction. ACTAR is for everybody. And so when we were talking about the hard training courses, I would say, um, the ACTAR test was, that was, that was one of the more intense, um, classes slash exams, I think that I took, uh, just because it's exhausting. And so uh, as attorneys, I know you guys will have zero sympathy for us because y'all sat through the bar exam. And, uh, <laughs> so I uh, like, trust me, you guys have my respect just, uh, just for that. Um, so uh, for reconstructionists, you can, ACTAR is kind of like the bar exam sort of, uh, you know, for sort of drawing some parallels and it's, it's a course that you, well, you apply to the commission, and you have to submit uh, training certificates. And when, when we applied, and I don't know if they've changed their rules, um, but when we applied, you had to also send in work product. You had to send some reports that you've done.
1: Yeah. You had to send a complete, at least one, I think I had to send two complete reconstructions. Yeah. So, so there was yeah. a
0: bunch of stuff you had to send in and then that went before their committee and their committee would then vote on if you, if you could even take the exam or not, and they would deny people even to take the exam. So once you get accepted, then, uh, you get, now you can start actually applying to take tests when they come around and you only have so many attempts to pass this test. And it's an eight hour exam, four hours of theory and four hours of practical. And if you exhaust those attempts, you're, you're done. That's it. You're out. And now you've got to wait to reopen your window again. You can reapply, reopen that window and start the whole testing process all over again. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the four hours of theory. So they test you on everything from, you know, uh, formula derivation all the way up through, uh, you know, some terms and, and looking at marks and, and all this stuff. And then on the practical application, they actually go out and state, they, they conduct a crash and they don't tell you anything about it. They just give you a blank piece of paper some photographs and the measurements that they took. And like, when I say measurement, it was like 250 measurements. Like it was a lot, it was a lot of measurements and you had to draw it by hand, uh, to scale and then figure out impact speeds and all this stuff. And then you had to be what plus or minus 5% of the actual impact speeds. It was like three, I
1: think it was 3%, three or five, something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. Plus or minus 3%, which
1: came out to like five miles an hour. Yeah. So you had to be within like
0: five miles an hour of the actual. And that impact. depended
1: on what your, it depended on your, uh, what the, uh, actual speed was, you know? Yeah. Like the yeah. The yeah speed, but they metered
0: yeah. them. So they knew what the actual speeds were and, and we had to calculate it all from hand, no computers, no programs, no CAD, no, no anything. And, uh, yep. so that, that one, that one was, that one was intense, but it's one of those things. I'm glad I went through it. Glad I did it. And i yep. uh, glad I passed it. <laughs> never yeah, wanted, absolutely. Never want <laughs> to have to do it again. <laughs>
1: so,
0: um, so, yeah. And let's just uh, real quick to kind of give everybody a, a high-level idea of, you know, some of what's to come. So this episode, like we said, was just kind of an intro. It was, it was the welcome. Like, hey, how are you doing? Get to know Phil a little bit. Uh, get to know me. And uh you know on, on more of a personal note too on that just so that you guys know where I'm coming from and you never know you might hear little voices on my microphone um I have a wife and uh three daughters or, or the dog that may the dog that walks through unexpectedly yeah. <laughs> yeah well and you may hear dogs barking in the background too I'm in an all girl household wife Whew. three daughters uh my twins fyi both girls uh just turned 13 so uh any prayers out there are greatly appreciated <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, yeah. And then two female dogs, we had, it was me and a boy hamster and they killed the boy hamster. I think I, I'm waiting on the autopsy results. They say he died in his sleep, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's also what they're going to tell the cops when, when I turn up not breathing (laughs) in my bed.
1: (laughs) So I I, am with you. Yeah. I'm all female household too. You know, outnumbered. I got a male cat, but he's a traitor. You didn't come yeah. around me very much. Although
0: Phil's dog, the most interesting thing ever, his dog <laughs> will not turn around if it walks onto the solid surface floors in his house. If it walks in the room, it backs all the way out because it refuses to turn around.
1: Craziest yeah, Abby, thing I've ever seen. Abby will not turn around. She will walk backwards out of a room.
0: Yeah, she we're gonna have to have find a backup it. beeper. Yeah, we're gonna have to find a video and post it on our Facebook page just so everybody can see it now. Um, But yeah, so to come on the show, uh, like we said, we're going to get some experts on here. Um, We have a really, really good lineup coming up. And so this was the welcome show. After this, we're going to dive into content. So, um, you know, we're going to talk about things like some of the differences between experts, how to properly vet your experts. Um, We have the leading tire expert in the world that's going to come on this show and, and teach you guys. He actually teaches tires to attorneys. Um, and he's going to teach you guys some just neat little tricks and things to do with that. We're going to bring on uh, some other attorneys that are just absolute beasts. And, and I don't mean that, that they look like a beast. Um, I, <laughs> just, just saying. I mean that like in the negotiation sense of things that they're just, right. they're beasts. Like they, they, they get good results. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk to some of them. Um, we're going to, you know, we're gonna pull as many experts in here as we can for you guys, and and also just have some shows where it's just me and Phil talking to you guys and, and trying to bring you guys some value, trying to elevate our games, ours and yours a little bit.
1: You know, and and, and uh, ideas, you know, questions that you have out there, you know, the, in the audience, bring them up. You know, let's let's talk about them. I mean, it's a good forum to to discuss it, and we can uh, kind of throw ideas around, spitball and you know, hopefully yeah. be able to clear the air. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Yeah, or, and, yeah, Same it, question across the board country, you know, shore to shore. Yep. Well, everyone
0: that's going to wrap it up for the day. As always jump over to Facebook and make sure you follow and join crash tech, the expert angle group. Also, if you want to leave us feedback, have an idea for a show or would like to be on a future show, head over to crash tech expert angle.podbean.com and click the link on the right that says contact the show. The form will come up, put anything that you want right in there. If you want more information on expert consulting services or training, visit us online at www.crashtechreconstruction.com. And finally, if you're a PI attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site Facebook group, or if you're a defense attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site defense facebook group neither site contains any ads or spam it's just a private community that brings experts from all different areas together with attorneys to collaborate or ask questions so again guys thanks for tuning in and remember always leave your accident victims better off than you found them because at the end of the day everything we're doing is for them